Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, folks, welcome back to the Mount Westwear Football Podcast. Skipping to team previews this week because, Matt, we have scheduling news and a lot more news with it. <laughs> the the offseason never ends um this week especially <laughs> yeah that, uh, this is offseason that never just really never ends it's, it's being pushed out to mid-september late september but here's a show jeremy moss matt Kennerly. check us out spotify itunes anywhere you get your podcast uh mw or mountain square excuse me mwr.com is the website mwcr twitter facebook top 50 countdown still going strong but uh, it's been overshadowed matt we have uh, the big news we'll get to we Okay, first off, I'll say it right here. We did a separate Colorado State preview with our buddy Josh Fredland, who covers the Rams for us. So that's on the feed as well. So if you wonder where that's at, we discussed him for about an hour. So you have double podcast on this week, or maybe even a third one, because I might be talking to somebody from Hustle Belt about the Mac cancellation, which we'll discuss now too. But we've already discussed that. So if you're wondering where that's at, it's on a different podcast. So check the feed. Um, but Matt, what we have going forward, not shocking. Early in the week, Mountain West officially changed their schedule. Eight conference games, two non-conference games. And my first up two. Oh, sorry, excuse me, you're correct. Up to two. Eight conference games. You can schedule two more games if you like. That's thank you for correcting me on that. And that's clearly an Air Force thing, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, because you know, the AAC still hasn't uh, done anything to really change their schedule. I think they're enabling their teams in the conference to do the same thing. And of course our army's an independent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you have a. I think AAC. Everybody's going. I think as the American officially said they're going up to twelve games. I believe so. So I think every league has said that. I think the Mountain West is smart. I think part of it is because uh, I hate. I, I I don't know if this is a big deal or not, but travel. Because if you're a football team, and you're traveling, you're going typically by charter your own plane. So I don't get the geography thing makes sense. Like oh, you're, there's nobody out west to play. But the more times you travel, there are more issues. So with this conference game, or conference schedule. How, how, what did you think about it? Are you a fan of eight conference games? Would you want more conference games or play as many games as possible? No, I mean, I think the plan that they ultimately unveiled is probably the best plan because, you know, I think expecting everybody to have a uniform schedule with such extraordinary <laughs> yeah. circumstances. Where's my last button here, right? Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's because, you know, if, if it turns out that a team can't get a new opponent or anything like that and they're stuck playing the eight conference games and you know no big deal they're still getting the full complement of their conference games and if you know they can add one or two games more power to them but i think it takes the pressure off of having to fill so many empty spots especially since you know from the last time we talked about this the big sky has canceled their fall season which i thought was going to be kind of one of the big baskets quote unquote that the mountain west would be able to draw from mm-hmm. Um, well, we lost multiple so, games. You had Southern Utah, two Idaho State games, Sac State, Northern Colorado. They're all gone. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where you know now all of a sudden the options, at least the uh, the regional options, if you want to say, there's two are looking three maybe, two or three, d- depending on where you are. Yeah, like yeah. The, the cupboard is getting rather bare. 
Yeah, you have. So I think yeah. if, you know, if if programmers want to be able to put in there, you know, the initiative to add some of those games back, they can. But that it's not a mandate to do so, I think, is probably a, a, the best kind of compromise for everybody. And same thing with conference. You were saying like we're doing eight conference games. You can schedule up to twelve. Um, one thing that was not mentioned in Mountain West, which was men- mentioned in CUSA, you can play teams to the conference more than once if you'd like. So I know Wyoming, who is it? Their AD, I think, the, in Trib.com had something a couple weeks ago that their AD was open. If we play CSU twice, maybe we will. And so that I. I kind of wish that was on the table to have more games, but it's not, Which, as far as we know. It wasn't specifically said for or against, but you want to make it uniform for eight conference games to make to play a season. But here's a real, real quick thing where we stand on who's playing who's not. The FCS playoffs are not going to happen. They're done because so many teams went out. You mentioned Big Sky, Ivy League, Big South as most of their teams aren't playing. I think the SWAC's not playing. The a- Does A-Sun play football? If they're playing football, they're not playing football. <laughs> I don't recall. I believe so, yeah. So FCS is supposed to go in the fall. The big thing that uh, UConn also is not playing football this fall. The MAC is not playing football, which knocked off a couple of Mountain West. What was there? San Diego State, Toledo, Wyoming, Ball State, and one other game I don't have in front of me. But there are multiple games that are canceled from there. And so hmm. going 8-2, and two, it's like if they're going to add teams, the only teams that are conceivable to add – because also, oh, we should mention really quick, Mountain West is not starting until September 26th. That's the week, first day they can play. And the conference mm-hmm. title game could be the 5th, 12th, or 19th of December. Yeah. So that's to consider, too. But the teams they can play, Matt, you have BYU's looking for games. They added Navy on Labor Day night. But then they also lost NIU. They're going to lose Northern Alabama. They already have Utah State, San Diego State, Boise State. So there could be some potential at them. New Mexico State at the moment, they're an independent, but they have 10 games scheduled, so they may not be in the market to add games at the moment. Because they're, they're already playing... Do they play Fresno State this year? Who, BYU? No, New, Mex- New Mexico State. Yes, they do. So they have them in New Mexico, but they've only lost like USC and something else, I believe. So they're at 10. UTEP lost their Texas game. They lose others. But like, there's not many teams to add, especially with the Mountain West pushing back. Like The Big 10 is going early in September. I think the Big 12 is that all the... All the group of five that are playing, except for, I guess let me reverse it, make it easier. Mountain West, Pac-12, what's the other conference? SEC are starting the third week of September. Mm -hmm. So games are limited, right? Yeah. So what what is this league trying to do with what's going on? Like is there, let me me ask you a basic question. Is there going to, is every league member going to schedule 10 games? I don't think so. You don't think so? Who's yeah. not going to get there? I don't think Hawaii's going to get there. They're at 10 right now, though. Oh, they are? Remember they added Robert Morris. Oh, that's right. They are. I have it in front of us here. So um, here's, yeah. Okay, let me let me go through this really quick. Um, Air Force has to cancel a game. They'll cancel Duquesne. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Boise State needs to cancel a game. Probably Georgia Southern, you would think, right? I think Georgia Southern already came out and said... That, that game wasn't happening. Oh, they did. Oh, I'll update the list. Thank you. I could have. I mean, I might have. I might be wrong about that, but I thought I saw something on Twitter about that. They're in the Sunbelt, correct? Yes, they are. Because that's a home game. Uh, let me take a quick look here. But like, if they're let me let me. I will go through this in a game, but team by team is kind of boring. Like your Fresno State team, what are they looking at? Are they at ten games? Uh, let's see. They have New Mexico State. Uh, they lost Idaho State. They lost Texas A and M. They lost Colorado. So right now they're at nine. So they need to add one more. And you're right. Five days ago. 
I don't know how he misses, but Georgia Southern canceled the game with Boise State. Yeah. So I'll need to update that. So Boise's good. So Fresno needs to add one team. They could theoretically add, like, I guess BYU's the only regional team they could add, right? Uh, theoretically? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you want them to play BYU? I mean, it would beat a lot of the alternatives. <laughs> like what? What's the alternative? Like, there's nothing out there. Well, I mean, there's like what FCS independence? Like, is Dixie State looking for? No, I don't think they're. I think Dixie State's not playing this year either. Oh, they aren't. I'm, I'll double check right now because they're they're moving up. They're down the southern state of southern state here, where I'm, my neck of the woods. Uh, I mean, looks like the only, the yeah. only other alternative I can think of is San Diego. Um, out of the Pioneer League, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I don't know. No, the I think of their season. Is. I think they're done as well because San Diego was chopped off somebody's schedule. Ah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would welcome another match. Here we go. BYU. Dixie State, they're they're kind of they're they're going big sky heavy. Mm-hmm. Their current games that are still get air quotes Matt, scheduled to be played. It's like the uh, scheduled to appear thing for the Grammys or Oscars. They're scheduled to appear. <laughs> they have mm-hmm. South South Dakota, Illinois State, and Tarlington State. Okay. So, what league is Illinois? Illinois State must be in a conference because they have a logo here on Google. <laughs> Illinois State aren't they in the Missouri Valley yeah it looks like all their games are cancelled too I don't know what's going yeah. on there, There's what, what we're getting at folks it's slim pickings at games yeah I mean I think at this point when you look at the FCS level in particular playoffs are done they've already said they're not doing playoffs well I know they're not doing playoffs but I think there's still like two or three leagues that haven't said anything one way or the other Go check Hero Sports. I'll probably have it for you over there. Just go look at that website. But yeah, it's been it's been kind of messy overall trying to track everything. Yeah, I, I've been doing our best. Like our schedule update, I do need to update one or one or two here, but it's it's getting hard to update it. But people are checking back constantly. So CSU needs two games because they lost two Pac-12 SEC. They lost to Northern Colorado. So again, like when I went through the schedule initially, I did a mock schedule like who could play who, assuming everything was equal. You dropped FCS games. The Mountain West only at, at that time only needed two games to add, and I put BYU playing CSU and UNLV because they each needed one mm. game that fits. But now you have Fresno needs a game, you have Hawaii sitting at ten. Robert Morris pending, we'll see. You have um, I'm sorry, I'm going to page two here. San Diego State now they lost Toledo, Sac State. They have just BYU. Nevada sitting pretty at ten games, so good for them. Um, Mexico needs need can add one game. Um, you have San Diego State now needs one more game with the Toledo being canceled. Um, San Jose State needs two games. Good luck with that. Um, yeah. UNLV can add one game. Law Tech game still on the schedule, and Utah State can add one game. So, Actually, I believe the the Law Tech game got postponed to a different season as well. Jeez, uh, that I, was that's one of the most recent headlines on uh, FB schedules. Which check you know, it. Spare, spare a thought for them, by the way. Uh, no kidding, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's I like to track everything. That's a. Uh, that's where I need to go, man. I need to check that. I usually check it frequently, but it's a uh, crazy. Yeah, it was, as of yesterday, they they agreed to reschedule it. Okay, I'll update our post as well. Basically, okay, that puts them at two games. If as at the moment, oh, one thing interesting too. The Iowa. Did you see the date the Iowa State game got rescheduled? I did not. Twenty thirty. <laughs> For you and okay. LV. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's been. Excuse me, postponed, canceled, pushed back. It is good to see that that's being rescheduled because we talked about a couple weeks ago about how are these Power Five teams going to reschedule these canceled games. And let's let's move that. Like, we'll, we'll both get the same. So we'll move on to like Mac and other stuff. What percentage would you say 
Or let me ask you, how many teams do you think will have a 10-game schedule for the Mountain West? Scheduled. Not played, but scheduled. I would be surprised if, like, half of them get there. You think half? They'll have? I think, uh, I might be, that's six, that's half. I don't know. I may be less than that, because everybody needs games, but Nevada and and Air Force, right? Is that what we decided? Mm -hmm. And Boise State. Yeah. So that's nine teams need to add games. So you think there'll be games added? Like, could we, I I push for the UCF-Boise game. But that's probably not going to happen this year. No, we're going to have to wait another 12 months for that, assuming we're not yeah. still dealing with this in 12 months. Please, don't. No. no. Please, fingers <laughs> crossed. By the way, PSA, wear a mask. Yes, um, wear a mask and stay away from people. And don't do your research from YouTube or Facebook. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> Sorry, but, I didn't get um, that out there. <laughs> but, I, you know, I think the, the biggest piece, and I, you know, I feel like a broken record coming back to this, is BYU at this point, because... You know, have they come out and said what their start date is tentatively going to oh, be? Oh, yeah. They got Navy Labor Day night. Labor Day night. So they're starting earlier than the Mountain West. They, yes. They, that's the problem. That's the thing, too, with the Mountain West. Not, not a problem. <laughs> I think this, that's where the Mountain West aired. I think what they should have said, conference play can start on that day. Mm-hmm. That would make more sense because I don't know how the TV numbers work and what they need for games. I know the Big 12 because there is like a – whisper campaign to get BYU into Big 12 like ACC and Notre Dame this year, which is mm-hmm. never going to happen. But it, it can make sense on lo- a few levels for competitiveness-wise and things like that and recent flirtations that were sh- slammed at the door and no rose for the Cougars. But it would make a lot of sense to say, all right, league play starts here to give more flexibility. I know they want bl- – because you could still have both because they're doing what the big other conferences are doing for conference out against 5th, 12th. 19th of December to have a couple weeks, whether you bring players to a stadium for, for 10 days, say that, I don't know where it's at, but I don't know how they do it, but whatever. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but mm. it still gives them time to fill in other games, but also gives teams a month before. If you want to try to schedule a game because the TV thing, the big 12, but the reason I mentioned them, they have a certain number of inventory. They need, they're technically required or contractually obliged to put on their networks, I think where they got ESPN and Fox, I believe are their two main networks, and whatever LHN Longhorn Network puts on the one or two Texas games, mm-hmm. they need if they added BYU, they'd be right in the mix and be like one less than what they were able to broadcast due to all these games canceled. So I don't know if that's in the mix for Fox and CBS here for the Mountain West, but I think it would have made more sense. Like there's still not many teams to add, but it would have give them. Let's just say. Uh, there's not many places that are great to play at the moment, but you know, I mean, let's say Air Force, since they're, the academies are strict in testing because they have to be, like what would have stopped Air Force from playing BYU Week 2 or something? Or playing Texas State or, you know what I mean, or Rice or UTEP or something Week 2 or Week 3. I think that's kind of where they aired. I get why they want to do it, but I think they should have done conference games September 26th and to give a few weeks to play a game here and there because they – because they kind of shoehorn them, Matt. If you want to add two more games, that's kind of tough to do. Yeah, I mean, with BYU, just kind of looking at their calendar schedule right now. Oh, boy. Theoretically, they could add a grand total of three games to their schedule nope. on the 10th, the 31st in, of October. Excuse me. And oh, October. the okay. last week of the season on the 28th. Yeah, they uh, – well, actually, did you mention the 24th? Uh, I did not. Well, the, oh, yeah, that's right. Because the NIU game got canceled. Yeah, the FBS. Go, if pro tip on that. Well, I guess FBS has it here. Schedules. Yeah, go double check. They have. Yeah, they have. You mentioned the so 10th, 24th, 31st, and the 28th to add games. So the Mountain West schedule 
I'm assuming they're going to have to redo it because we had like Air Force Boise Week 2. There Were there any other conference games early on in September? I don't recall off the top of my head. Uh, I don't know. They're going to redo the schedule regardless because there's going to be times where it might be a minor schedule where that might have been the only game. I'm trying to pull, pull up here really quick to see. But um, I will talk about it later. But the schedule is going to be redone at some point. But because they want to end it by the 20th of November in case the title game can be on the 5th. So there are some, some weeks there they could get Boise or BYU on there if they wanted to. But I don't know. It's like there's – I don't know who you're going to add. It's like our team – it's going to be – here's what I could see, like a week-to-week happy. Like we could be sitting here middle of September and the game gets added on Halloween for, let's just say, Fresno State's going to play Tulsa or something. Mm-hmm. Like I can see that happening 10 days before kickoff. Yeah. So I think that's what we're looking at, people here. Mm-hmm. So should we get to the Big Mac decision here if it counts toward the Mountain West or not? It does. It does. So, yeah. So were you surprised that came out Saturday morning? Uh, no. No. I, I, what's your reason why? Like, it's obvious to me, but explain to people why do you think the Mac canceled or at least was first to cancel. Well, um, I, I know nobody can see it, but I am gesturing to everything. <laughs> Let's try to narrow it down here. Strill down a little bit more than everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Money, right? Yeah. You're not playing Big Ten teams. Yeah. Um, also, I like the NIU president's like, he's like, we could test till the cows come home, but it's not, it's not a vaccine. And that's what it comes yeah. down to. Where you have to have it safe and it can't be safe. It's proven. Like, how many – look at Rutgers. Look at Michigan State. Look at Colorado State. Parties going on and ha- stuff gets shut down for weeks at a time. Like – if we're being honest, this is the move that's going to be made, right? There's no – right now, as we're sitting, I honestly will put a 5% chance on we getting a complete season or a season that goes to fruition with like a national title. I, mm-hmm. and that might be high. No, I'm with you on that. That's kind of the – I've been <laughs> mostly pessimistic about a season getting underway. I – like when we look at the Mac, like you're right, like it's – I think I mentioned this before, tweeted it or written about it. Go back to March Madness last year. We saw, well, luckily our league got to see Sam Merrill hit the game winner, great game, go through the tournament. But we saw Ivy League cancel. Oh, those guys are dumb. They don't care about athletics, whatever. And they were first to do it again this time around. Okay. Then you have the Mac and other leagues. No fans in the stand. And then me working in Utah, Salt Lake City Radio, Rudy Gobert happens. Poof. Everything changes. We're not going to have a season. Yeah. We're not having a Rudy Gobert moment here by any stretch of the means. I don't, at least not yet, because we've learned since then. Like I was talking with a buddy at work the other day. I had to work on a weekend. Like March, remember that the Sweet Sixteen they wanted to hold in Atlanta were just sixteen teams. Do you recall that being a thing? Yes, that totally could have happened had we done now. Because look at the NBA bubble, the soccer they had the so- NWSL soccer here in Utah. They have the MLS in Orlando. Those are been done very well. Then you look at MLB, not great, obviously, not going good at the moment. So that could have been done. But back to my point, Ivy cancels. What are you doing? Mac, Pac-12, Big Ten, no fans in the stands. Rudy Gobert happens. Because I, I wanted to watch no fans in the stand. Like the Mac basketball game was like 10 a.m. my time. I'm like, oh, cool. It's just a weird scenario because that was Ohio Governor, was it Mike DeWine, said no fans yes. in the stands. Not going to happen. Like, okay, it's in Columbus at Quicken Loans Arena. Okay, we're not doing it. Indianapolis, Big Ten, not going to happen. I think it's Indianapolis, but no fans. I'll get canceled. And then they're like, well, let's wait for 
maybe we could still figure out a uh, a turn a bracket because we have a lot of data. We just don't have the tournament data, which can be skewed if a a two win team wins your conference title. But that never happened because they couldn't do the tournament safely. That's I, that's the path we're heading on because look what's happened now. Ivy League cancels football. Um, this is not necessarily order. UConn cancels football. Matt cancels football. All conference only schedule. Conference plus whatever schedule. Um, Big Ten. No, it to be the most yesterday. Like it's just going down this path where what's next? We're gonna play one game against a rival on Thanksgiving Day. I don't know. I'm just saying. Mm. But Matt, this one thing maybe the most about yesterday. Did you see all the tweets? Big Ten. Everything's on the table. You saw what the announcement was, right? I did not. Padded practices pushed back two days. That was their big news. <laughs> that is not impressive. What are they doing? Like, where do you see things going? Like, is it just the season's a doom or just false hope? And we're, I, I put on tweet, we're watching an alternate version of Titanic in real life. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right? That's the best way to put it. Who Who's going to be the string quartet as it's 90 degree angle going down across the Atlantic? Is it... Alabama? Is it a Texas A&M? Is it some? Is it Greg Sankey at the SEC? I think he's probably the biggest domino. Yeah, it's like, what? What's what's going to happen? Is like, what? What? Like, let's go through your process. What do you think is going to be the next little bit, next week or two that comes in? Because season starts. There's games August 29th that are scheduled. Well, um, who was it that had the rumor like by the end of next week, according to a Power Five administrator, that they're oh. like, be just total cancellations across the board. Let me pull up right now. It's on awful, um, awfulannouncing.com. That's what the article I sent you before. I think I closed out of it for some reason. Mm-hmm. But um, let me get there and find it. But there, I've got was emailed betting odds of a Power 5 conference canceled this week. Pat Forty, who ir- irks me to the moment because he's the one who said the Big Ten had news, everything mm-hmm. on the table. So I'm like, Pat, you're not, not helping your cause there. Um, it said there's two people. Um, Chris Solari uh, uh com. So that's what the michigan free enterprise i believe it is sources big Ten commissioner prefers spring football interesting but then you have pat 40 prominent industry source which is probably my code my detecting decoding tv person i think by the end of the week the fall sports will be postponed in all conferences mm-hmm. do you think that's where we're going by the end of this uh, week that tweeted august 8 9 41 a.m mountain time yeah i mean i think so is that the smart decision to make? Yes. <laughs> I know it's the easy answer to it. I know there's money involved, but it's like the no-brainer, right? Uh, because yeah. because there's money involved, there's you know it's the same discussion about opening schools. Is but but who doesn't get the money? That's the thing. The product is not paid. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean that's that's where we're getting at. Like the, the quarterback Trevor Lawrence, say say we're, we're we want to play. Okay, great, buddy, but it's not your decision if you play or not, right? Yeah, I know. There's, and then here's another one. Brett McMurphy, Power 5 source to stadium. College football season is done. I don't think everybody immediately follows Mac, but it gives other league presidents one more reason to make an easier decision. Bigger things is unknown long-term impact which of COVID, which, duh. It's like my wife's a nurse. I look at this stuff like people had – I don't know if you've seen this, people, but there is some stuff – what is it on? I don't remember where I read it from NBC News, I believe. People with COVID symptoms testing positive for 100 days. But they weren't – it wasn't enough to take you to the hospital. It's more like oh, – it's you know how it is. You have those prolonged sicknesses now where it's like why is it still going on 10 days after it? But you're still 
functional, but you feel like crap. Yeah. It's like there's an MLB baseball player who had a – that's why there's a heart, uh, a chest x-ray or chest uh, image of your chest after you have COVID or not to see what happens before and after. MLB yeah. pitcher had to shut the season down because of that. He's like, well, I got heart issues. Now I can't play. Yeah. So like, when, when do you think something will happen? Like, what's the uh, – put your betting hat on. What do you think is going to happen this week? That is a very good question. Um, I mean, it's hard to say because it seems like a lot of other conferences have already kind of made up their mind about trying to move forward. So, I mean, I guess in that respect, it's hard to imagine them suddenly reversing course. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, okay, let's rephrase because It's tough. It's like, I don't know. Is the right, it, that's probably the right answer. Do you – okay. When we're looking – Okay, let me ask you an easier question. Is that New Mexico State? I guess it's well, that's not officially changed, but and well, never mind. It can't be played. Never mind. Are we going to see Week One games by any conference like BYU, Navy, Labor Day night? Are we going to see the big, the Big Ten, September, whatever, third or fourth or fifth, and play game? Are we going to see games Week One by anybody? Probably. I'm leaning toward. I'm with you. I think what's going to happen. We're going to play a game or two, and then all hell break loose after whoever plays game one or two. Like uh-huh. maybe maybe that's the moment where it's like the Rudy Gobert moment where you have one game and then I don't know if they'll do a Marlins thing where you're not playing for a week or two weeks or three weeks, but uh-huh. I think each team will play a game or two and then be done. Probably. That, I mean, cause we've we've seen how easily one person can make a difference for an outbreak because that's mm-hmm. what a virus does. Yeah. And so when you're dealing with rosters that are two or three times as big as you know, that of a baseball team, we've already seen what the St. Louis Cardinals are now in a situation where they've got to play like 55 games in 45 days or something like that. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. So it's, it's, I really don't know how they're going to do this with football. I get the travel things easier because you're fewer games, but you're on a college campus where you can't keep them confined as you wish. But like, again, Dennis Dodd here, source two power five ADs, inevitable season canceled, not be played. It's like, also, this also brings us to a bigger point, Matt. Who, nobody's in charge of college football. Yeah. NCAA is just an enforcement hand, arm for college football. Uh-huh. They run the FCS playoffs and below, D2, D3, so on, so on. But, like, they're not running the FBS. They're not running bowl games. They're not running conference schedules. They're, what they're doing is, oh, yes, you can transfer to his brother, can go to Maryland without without sitting out. You can transfer uh-huh. here. No, you can't. It's like, who like who is the ultimate decider? Is the conference commissioner? Could we see... Like, let's go to Colorado State. We did our Rams podcast with our buddy Josh earlier. Could we see the Rams and their president and AD saying, we're not playing this year, but the Mountain West still goes on and plays? I mean, I think I said it before. I'll just say it here. Like, I would be very surprised if that were the case. I would, too. You're part of a conference. I don't think that necessarily precludes anybody from doing that because I think, if I remember correctly, with the MAC announcement, it was Northern Illinois in particular that had the most hesitancy about moving forward. And so I think everybody kind of took their lead from the Huskies in that regard. So I think it may only take one team to really push everybody else in the right direction. I think I, I think it's more because it's show more unity as well. Like could look kind of bad. Like if Hawaii were to cancel, I'm like okay, they're kind of on their own. I get it, but it's not like the Big South FCS where it's like three teams aren't playing. So mm-hmm. let's shift the subject real quick. Real quick, there's not a ton more to go through. I th- I think there might be a couple of games played at most, but. If they're if they're, like here's the thing, Matt. If there's football, we'll take it. Yeah. But be safe about it. If it gets shut down, I'm fine with that too. If, if they come out Monday morning, six a.m., this podcast is dated and no longer relevant, 
and say college football is done, okay, fine. That's how that's how it has to be, right? Yeah. So let's shift to the spring conversation really quick. How I know there's a lot of reasons not to do it, but the Mac said they want to try to do it. A lot of Ivy Ivy League said, well, the Ivy say they're doing it, or they're just done for all fall sports. I think they said they were planning to do it, but it's that was like three months ago. Yeah, it seems like and, and that's a joke, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it feels like it was three months ago, so I don't remember off the top of my head. A bunch of FCS are trying to go, and I know Big Sky specifically said spring season, at least conference. Um, I know there's a thing with the NFL draft, which they technically can push it back through early June if they want to. That's in their CBA, but I get there's also people saying, well, the reps to play, the amount of games you play, you get turned back around in August to play a full season. I don't know, like. I think if what what are your thoughts on spring season? Is it viable? Is it the next step before it all canceled? Because I think going this route, you got to try and fall because if you punt on fall and fall could happen, you're screwed. Because if spring doesn't happen, you're screwed. You're doubly screwed. So the, I get them trying to play now, but who knows? The vaccine wise, medicine wise, we'll have more knowledge of what's going on. But how do you, like just from a fan perspective, would you be? How would you like fall spring football to happen? Well, I mean, I think that's. I think it is viable. Just to kind of answer the original question, I think it's mostly just a matter of logistics because, you know, we've already seen like high school districts starting to set their schedules for a spring. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's possible. I just don't know. If, I mean, it, it's all dependent on factors that, for the most part, it seems like we have zero control over right now. And so, I. You know, it's hard to say whether we'll have control over it by, you know, six months from now. So, I mean, it's, I would say, yes, it's viable, but the big if is whether we're actually going to have this pandemic under control or not, because if things are the same as they are now, then you can kiss the 2020 season goodbye forever. Yeah. Yeah. Is it viable in a way is like, here's what I'm thinking. If it's going to be done the right way, let's say it can be done. Let's just say things are better. Maybe there's a vaccine, like the earliest vaccine could be out in late October. I don't believe that to be the case just because it takes a while. But let's just say it's out in December, January. They want to get certain people vaccinated. Like, you know, they'll, like the important people, you think like government officials, um, you know, pro athletes will get it because money and all that stuff. But getting it on a college campus, I think that's a priority, not just because of sports. But I think that's a, do you think that's a fairly big priority to have it distributed among people on college campuses? I think so. Yeah. I think the amount of people, and particularly with them coming and going from where they live, I think it's it's up not the highest, but I think it's reasonably up there. Like healthcare workers, police people who deal with the public, police officers, stuff like that, um, doctors, nurses. Those are people who should be getting it. Those are fairly important people. I'd say colleges are a step below. Maybe like teachers, professors, high school. Those are important as well to get it. And let's just say it works well. Enough people get it where it's reasonably under control or we feel that safety is there that it could be done. Next step would be the physicality of the sport because, again, you're not going to spring football. You're probably not getting back into football until August for fall camp. Mm-hmm. There's going to be no bowl season, so let's have a free-for-all, a free for all, maybe a playoff if they want to do four teams. Let's just have a free-for-all and play the season and play eight conference games. That's it. Spread it out from President's Day weekend until the end of May. I think the the physicality is fine because if, if you go in reverse, Matt, we're not playing football right now. We're barely practicing. If there's no football, more people will be more healthy. I know it's different when you get back and hitting, but if you're done middle of May, 
You still have middle June, middle July, almost three months. I know it's not ideal, but maybe the, the spring's like this. Maybe the fall's an, ex, an extended conference slate where you're still playing nine or ten games only, where it's still not as many as normal, but it's still a, a good chunk of the season and a bowl season. I think that's a realistic way to go. You just limit the off-season activities guys do for those three months. Well, and the other thing that is becoming, I think, more and more of a trend, which would definitely be a problem, I think, for the quality of the spring football season, is that you're already starting to see people opt out of playing in 2020, mm-hmm. um, presuming that the, that it is played in the fall. You know, and it, and it hasn't. That's not something that has reached Mountain West just yet. But you know, some of the biggest names in college football are have already made the decision to just say, you know what, I'm good. I'm just going to prepare for the NFL draft when it comes down next year. You know, guys like you know Rondale Moore, Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. Greg Rousseau. You know, guys who are top ten draft picks, mm-hmm. and that may not necessarily apply to everybody in the Mountain West. But I think that you know, if the season gets pushed into the time of year that is typically set aside for that pre-draft, excuse me, the pre-draft process. You know, you might see guys elect to just not play rather than, you know, subject themselves and maybe, you know, put some, you know, lose draft stock right before the draft or something like that. And so I think, you know, whether that whether fans are going to care or whether they're just going to be starved for any kind of sports content by that point is kind of another one of those unanswerable questions. But I think that that's something else that will weigh in a lot of individual minds um, you know, when it comes to making that move to the spring or not. Yeah, let's just say, like, that amount of number, let's, I'd put it at, if you're a first-round pick, like, you should probably not play. Trevor Lawrence probably shouldn't play, even though he wants to play, which is fine. And he can if he wants. I would say, if, here's the thing. If you're not a surefire, like, nobody's a surefire or anything, really, maybe Trevor Lawrence and a couple other guys. But if you're not a surefire top-20 pick, you I I'm not going to tell people what to do or not to do, but I'm not, I don't think we're going to see 100 players not play. 100 players is, if you're a 100 player, you're a third round pick. You're not making a ton of money. If it's reasonably safe to play, why not play if you're not like a top five, top 10 guy? Top Maybe, maybe if you're a top, well, for basically, if you're not guaranteed a first round, I'd probably play to get better. Well, I mean, the other thing is, too, is like logistically, just in terms of like scheduling. Mm hmm. You know, you're talking about playing in the spring and then playing at the professional level, presumably yeah. in the fall. Yeah. You know, that's not something that a football player typically does. Sure. And so I don't think for even if you're a, a day two or a day three draft pick, I would be like I would wager a guess that, you know, we we've seen kind of this steady rise in the number of underclassmen declaring for the NFL draft. I would not be surprised if it were if it like reached even you know, higher numbers than we've seen in the past of, you know, not only seniors who are reasonable best to get drafted at some point, but underclassmen too, who are prepared to make that jump. I don't know. I, I think, I think it'll, I think hmm. it would it, not exacerbates, not the right word, but it would, it would increase. I think the the willingness to skip the entire season to take your chances on just getting to the next level. Sure. There's what 260 guys drafted. I believe yeah, so. So I get your point too. Like if you, if you're a here's the thing too. Like if you're a fifth round guy, you're not guaranteed to make the roster. And what if you get banged up? You're not getting drafted. They may not spend a pick on you. You may not get to a team and play. You know, like there's a lot of you make good points. There's a lot of reason if you're a middle of the pack NFL guy, round three to five, you want to be healthy to be able to play. 
And if you play a season, you get injured, that hurts you right there, probably knocked out, may not get picked up. But if you play, fine, get hurt in OTAs or early workouts, you it's a double edged sword. You gotta you gotta have the right people around you to make that choice and help you make that choice for you. I so if by by your logic, are you saying like you could see maybe a hundred players not play? Yes. Ooh, that's a lie. It is, but I mean, I think it's just, it's an accelerated version of what we've come to expect every single year where, you know, a lot of players opt out of playing in their bowl games. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we already know, I think by this point, or we should know that NFL personnel aren't going to hold that against them. No no further than a guy like Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. Um, So I just kind of see this as being like maybe the biggest possible version of this we could ever see. You make some points. It's a, uh, I don't know if it'd be that many, but I can see a, a more than normal bull situation. Like if there's dozens, like again, like if you're Trevor Lawrence, you probably shouldn't play. Like I, like I, mean, I don't think I don't think it's going to apply to just anybody. But I think if you're a safe bet to get drafted, like if you're like a Warren Jackson, for instance, yeah. or True Thompson, mm-hmm. and they they make the decision to push things to the spring, I don't really see a reason for those kinds of players to. To, to do that <laughs> like <laughs> how much like yeah how much can your stock improve the, the risk reward i think is the calculus is different in a situation like this than it normally would be by far because i think even if you weren't necessarily a first round draft pick if you have a reasonable bet at being a day two or a day three pick then that might be more of a reason to sit out yeah exactly because i think that the the the, the ceiling and the floor if you want to put it that way mm-hmm. is different in this upcoming draft class than it would be for any other draft class in memory. That, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like hundred, hundred plus that seems you might be on, on those. I was kind of thinking like if you're a top 40 guy, maybe you'll sit out, but again, you're right. If like your fifth or sixth round guy, yeah, you want to improve to get from a six round contract to a fourth round contract. We're likely to make a team, but it may not matter. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. But another thing too about spring sports is like if every sports in the spring, these, which people probably heard, these athletic departments are going to be stretched thinner than thin. Oh, yeah. Because we've seen Nevada's football field. They also got soccer markings on there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You play, you have SIDs who cover swimming, basketball, and lacrosse, or they do football and then also assist out in other sports or the other way around. Like you're a winter sport person with softball or baseball. You may be around for football on game day just because it's game day, not necessarily day to day. But you may be around for for those situations when the games are going on, and if you have eight sports at home, it's like who's going to do all the stuff that needs to be done with media write ups, uh, whatever job they have, social media posting stuff, updates. Like that's another issue as well. Um, but I do think football will take priority. And one thing that could do possibly is like, hey, we need to hire a bunch more people. You know what I mean? That might be a good thing a little bit. Like, hey, student here in the communication department we need help for this for the spring semester to run sports that might be a, a bonus as well or a boon to those people trying to get in that industry and trying to get a job so that's something too but my ultimate thing about what's going to happen let's kind of wrap it up here because there's not much more to kind of add on to this i would say um for the upcoming fall season i very skeptical it's going to happen unfortunately like, i think there'll be a couple games played hey i'd love to be wrong right matt we'd both love to be wrong that games can't be played if yes. if it can't be played cool if it goes to a spring i think ideally to balance like i mentioned before it's a spring and upcoming fall 
you got to minimize the schedule to play like uh, like oh it'd be cool to see ten Pac-12 games, conference games as a fan. Maybe not necessarily if you're a Mountain West fan or to get those cross rival games in there, intra regional games. But if everybody plays eight conference games in the spring, you give some leeway of when you can play and how you can play. Maybe you do a bowl game. Maybe you, you know it'd be a good idea. Maybe you picked one game as kind of like a air quote bowl game, and you pay somebody like a bunch of games over like a Memorial Day weekend, like say. Fresno and USC can meet up or something or some like a, a like-minded team. Like, hey, let's play one for fun exhibition game. I don't know. I'm just thinking it odd, but play eight games and then in the fall, in the fall coming up, probably do the same thing, but have a full bowl season. Mm-hmm. I think because you got to think of their health because that's a big deal. That's not always thought of for these players, but yeah, it's it's kind of a fractured season and a half. But that maybe that's what they got to do to get it going to play because I don't think it's really fair to play. More than eight games in the spring, go straight into a twelve plus game season in the fall. That's a lot to work with. So, anything else we need to add about uh, the scheduling type stuff or any deals? So we do we need to give a what we're doing going forward because I don't know what the podcast is going to be next week. <laughs> I kind of feel like we're going to come back to this at some point, um, but other than that, I don't really have anything else to add. We do have two teams to preview. Yes, UNLV San Jose State. Maybe that's what we'll do next week. One of those two teams because. Uh, We've done everybody else. We sort of know the schedule. Maybe we won't go game by game, but I think we'll. That's our plan. We'll probably work on those two teams and maybe drop in with some podcasts like this with more news, and then we'll go from there. We'll go. Like I said, Matt, we're week to week at this point, like everybody else in life. Yeah. All right. So check out our website mwr.com, Twitter mwcwire, everywhere you find podcasts. We're there. Um, a lot of people check out the site. Keep update on the schedule news that's going on because apparently, Matt, you give me some updates. I got to add in there just now. <laughs> So we'll get to that, but yeah, we'll see you next time, folks. And hold on, one, one last oh. thing. Oh, what do you got? This was this. This came out from twenty four seven Sports uh, a report. Please don't be bad uh, news. Please 20, don't be bad news. Minutes ago. No, don't uh, be bad news. What? No, it's it's not all the bad news. <laughs> okay, but it, it may be a harbinger of things to come. Uh-oh. So for those of you who stuck around to the end, thank you for that. <laughs> Power Five conference commissioners participated in what is termed as a quote emergency meeting. Oh no! Come on. <laughs> Today, I didn't specify when today, due to growing concern about the possibility that the season won't be played this fall or can't be played this fall. So I'm assuming we will have more about that. Uh, If not necessarily in podcast form, then definitely on the site, mwr.com. You know what? Check MWCWire right now. It's it's just a retweet. (sighs) Thank you, Matt, for that. I guess. Whatever. This moment, this the world. We'll wait and see what happens. <laughs> no, but, but, uh, yeah, we'll, but, we'll be holding our breath. I appreciate you bringing that up last second here. All right, folks, we'll see you next time. And hey, football or not, we'll be around, okay? Yes.